gorgeous soul. This is the Katie Blair Podcast, aka your activation station for magnetizing and normalizing your next inevitable massive up-leveling. I'm a virtual coach who focuses on designing your most epic human experience through building a purpose-filled and aligned lifestyle and or business. If you're obsessed with quantum up-leveling and you're done settling for anything less than everything you desire, you have arrived right on time. Boundaries. Today, we're going to have a conversation about boundaries, and I'm not even quite certain how this is going to flow out, but I know that I need to sit down and talk about this right now. I don't know if you experience this the way that I do. I think we all do in some regard, depending on the level of awareness or space for the awareness that you have, but it seems to me like every few weeks or every few months... There's a theme of my life. There's a theme around a lesson. There's a theme around a growth opportunity. There's a theme around some something, whatever it is. And then everything in my life, good and hard, will start to reflect that thing back to me to give me a full kind of... <laughs> opportunity to see it for what it is in all the ways that it infiltrates my life. And it's up to me to kind of take that, make new decisions. And then it feels like once I solve it, then I move into the next thing. It almost kind of feels sometimes like a video game. And for the last several weeks, the topic of boundaries has been circulating in my field and boundaries, 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 boundaries. Like this is a word that I've heard a lot, you know, like last week we talked about alignment, probably one of my favorite episodes to date. Boundaries is another one of those words that we hear a lot. And at the same time, it's one of those things that unless we expect experience it in our body, some of us don't fully, we can't fully integrate this word or what it means. And in the last few weeks, as I've been really sitting with this, pondering this and letting life happen around this, I think where boundaries comes into play for me is the conversation around where in your life Did you allow someone or something to come between you and what you know deep down is what's best for you? No matter if you had someone there to tell you or not. And anything that you allow in between that space, between you and what's best for you, that isn't in alignment with that, that's a crossed boundary. And this is hard. (laughs) This is hard because every day things have the opportunity to slip into that narrow space and affect you. In kind of Buddhist Indian traditions, this is called a samskara. And there's three types of them. 
The first one is, and if you listen to my Vipassana episode, then you'll have heard about this, but the first one's kind of like a line in the water. It's there for a moment. It's gone instantly. Okay. So this is when something happens to you and you're like, Ooh, that hurts. But then by lunchtime, you've forgotten that it happened. The second one is a line in the sand. Okay. So it might stay there for a bit longer. It might be there until the next tide comes. It might be there until the next rainstorm comes. So it happens and it's going to stay with you for a little bit, but it's not going to overcome you and necessarily end up in your long-term memory. And then the final kind is the most dangerous kind. And this is like carving into rock. No matter the storm that comes, no matter no matter the surroundings, that stone is going to be carved with this thing that has happened. And so here's where I believe boundaries come into play with this. Because if we didn't have an important figure in our lives growing up that taught us that these samskaras that happen to us if we allow them into this narrow bridge, as we'll call it in this episode, and we, if we allow it in there without learning not only the ability to stand up for ourselves, to not let those things in, but also the courage to have the audacity to be so connected with yourself that you're not afraid to make that known by other people. Because the flip side of that is we don't want to hurt other people's feelings. We don't want to start conflict. Or we kind of gain this this people-pleasing mentality because there are certain people in our life that we hope if we're good enough, right, then we will receive their love. And people really take advantage of that with time. And so this conversation about boundaries goes a lot deeper than just what is a boundary and how to create one. I want to touch on that, but I want to bring you through really this process that I've been going through around them because I think that this is actually the entire thing. Boundaries, as well as we talked about with alignment last week, goes hand in hand with identity. Truly, you guys, the the deeper and deeper I sit with identity, the deeper and deeper I realize everything that's important must be connected to it. Identity is repeated beingness. So if we didn't have a figure that taught us from a young age how to have the ability and the audacity to be the fierce protector on our own of that space between you and what you know is best for you, then chances are from a young age there has been one or multiple people, things, or situations that have constantly compounded crossing 
these boundaries of yours, but you've created a story that allows it. So you don't have, they're crossing your boundaries and you can feel that, but you haven't built up the shield to protect yourself from it. And so it has kept happening. And then because it was allowed in one place, it started to be allowed in another place and then another place and then another place. And I think we see this a lot more in women because as women, we're taught to be the good girl. As women, we're taught to you know be the caretaker, have the big heart, hold everybody, put everybody's needs above yours. And so... This is something huge because when we're not careful of this, I do believe that this conversation of boundaries, this idea of boundaries when it comes to identity can in a lot of ways be the gateway for generationally things to get passed down in your family line. What your gram, what your great great grandmother went through, what your great grandmother went through, what your grandmother went through, what you, your mother went through. How much of their stories do you know? And even if you tried to resist some pieces of it, how much is your story when it relates to this piece actually kind of similar to theirs? And then if you have a daughter or you might have a daughter in the future, do you ever think about consciously or unconsciously her developing these from either you or them? In this industry, in this field of conversation, we talk a lot about generational trauma and being the one that breaks it, being the one that breaks the cords. And I think this is how we do that. I think that it can be easy to look at people in our family or even friends of ours. It doesn't even have to be family, like friends, relatives, anything. We can look at what they're going through and come up with all the the reasons of why they should do it different or how they're doing it wrong. But a lot of the times we don't realize that our story is the same thing in a different complex. It has different words around it, texture to it, dimensions of it. And so it feels different, but if we break down the core components it actually is the same. And I think this is where a lot of heart and compassion can come online. Because at the core of what I'm saying right now is that when it comes to these boundaries, it's this little girl part of us that was never fully either taught or fully allowed herself to integrate the teaching of being her own warrior, having her own back, and being able and brave enough 
to stand in that and hold her boundaries. And when we've lived so long not doing that, or maybe you do with some things, maybe you don't do with other things, you create these energy leaks and you create these holes in your field that are leaking your power and giving your power away to other people. This is where codependency comes online. This is where self-worth in relationships comes online. This is where your ability to speak your truth and use your voice from a deep-rooted place comes online. This is for your ability to stand up for what's right. This is like, I'm feeling into like solar plexus energy, like confidence, power. This is the switch for that. And how, at what depth were you given the gift of having control over this from a young age. And these energy leaks that come from the people-pleasing, actually, without us realizing it, make our entire energy system wobbly. Because even when we get that gut feeling of like, this is not right, justice needs to be here, or... It's just that deep intuitive no, we end up making excuses. And these samskaras that happen within us, it doesn't matter which of the three they are, we come up with this habit of, and I don't know how we do it, and it's not to say that we don't feel the pain, but we've learned the ability when they make it into that narrow bridge of just somehow shoving it down. It's like there's a little secret trap door in that narrow bridge where as heavy as it is, we get to this point where we're like, "Mm, but this is like too big to look at and I'm probably actually not going to do anything about this because this is just how things are because this is how I've know things to be. So I'm just going to whoop trapdoor, boom. But everything we've put in there is sitting in that trapdoor. And I believe the keeper of the door, of that trapdoor, is all the versions of our little girl who needed someone to teach her how to tell that thing or person or situation to get the F out of that zone, but she didn't know how. And so she just boop, let it go down the trap door. And they're all just sitting there. And so the question starts to come of like, okay, well, so many questions. How do we start to clear out this trap door? How do we start to clear out the things that are in there? And I think as an adult, meeting this conversation from this lens, it looks like a series of a few things, but I think it really starts by you deciding that no matter what's happened up to this point, are you ready to be that fierce warrior? Because you're no longer the child who needs to be taught. You're the adult who needs to decide to claim it. And 
if we can do that, then those little versions of ourselves are going to begin to trust us. We become that figure that we never had. And one by one, they get to be put to rest. And one by one, the things that are inside the trap door, they're going to start to come up because everything's a mirror. And these things in your life that you keep letting slip past your boundaries are repeated things, right? It's like that saying, until you learn the lesson, it's going to happen over and over again. So these things are showing up. It's the same core value system, different picture. And so they're going to come up and one by one, it's going to mirror something that's inside of this storage container. But now it's not your little girl from your subconscious guarding it anymore. It's you deciding to take the reins and to have a no bullshit premise for what gets allowed into that narrow bridge. And the hard thing about here is we can feel like this is selfish. I think it's the number one reason why a lot of people never really do this work and how it allows itself to go through generations because we can only be what we learn. And unless we're learning from ourselves and taking that control as our generation is really leading the way for in a lot of ways, like we've never seen on this planet before, but like our grandparents and our great grandparents, these conversations weren't really that big. You know, there was many other things that they were dealing with at that time. So we have this gift to break this. It's why, it's why these conversations are so alive for us. But we fear that becoming the version of ourself who puts ourself first in this way, knowing the reverberations that decisions that are made from this place, conversations that are done from this place, actions that are taken from this place are going to be different and affect the people around us we don't do it because we don't want to be selfish and we don't want to feel rejection. The place that we're at is comfortable, yet the place that we're at allows things to walk all over us and it, it creates a wobbly energy field. And so this is a huge piece of the bigger conversation. And so what I believe, and this is something that I have come to on my own in the last few weeks that I am very much so at the place. I think it's been building for a while and who knows, maybe it's part of this turning of the decades of this year and just all the things, but I am one, I'm so ready. I am so ready to put those little girls to rest. I am so ready to claim this piece of my soul and start to maneuver around this line where the selfishness and the rejection, the fears of both are going to really start to come into play. And what I believe to be true is that at first it's going to be like ripping the bandaid. It's going to hurt me, it's probably going to make other people feel uncomfortable as these things are coming out of the storage shed. 
However, in this I say with all of my heart, what I also believe to be true is that in the long run, this is going to be one of the greatest gifts that I can ever give myself. And I'm not going to be able to do it perfectly. And it's going to be a learning curve. And I'm probably never going to have it all fully figured out. And every situation is unique. And there's so many dimensions and emotions within every situation that are going to be there to navigate. But if I can truly understand how to become the gatekeeper as an adult, as an evolving adult of this narrow bridge then I am a woman who has boundaries. And what I know is that the women that I know that have healthy boundaries, I actually am so magnetized to their energy and I feel safe in their energy because I know I know what is and what is not okay with them. And it's something that I've always admired in people, not just women, men and women, even animals. Like we see this everywhere. It's something that I've always deeply admired and I've never quite figured out why I couldn't match that until recently when this theme of my life has started showing me all the answers. Because the way that we do this, the word boundaries can feel so harsh. It doesn't have to be harsh. And I think actually the secret way to doing this the right way, which also might take some time because triggers are usually present when boundaries come on the conversation table, is how do I do this from my heart, but in a stern, powerful way from my heart? This is going to change the way that I treat my own self, my partner, my family, my friends, my future children, strangers that I meet, clients that I work with. This piece, you guys, the deeper and deeper I sit with it, this piece is so freaking huge. And we must be willing to trust with blind faith that when you are acting and guiding yourself from this place, holding this in your center every day in some way, in every situation, and growing it and evolving your power here with this narrow bridge, with these boundaries, with this peace, we must be able to hold faith, though it may be blind, that it is going to take us where we're supposed to go. Because all of a sudden, our energy isn't going to be wobbly anymore which means we're going to become a magnet for what we do want. And we're going to become a magnet for what we do deserve. We're going to become a magnet for what we are capable of because we're no longer willing to let anything into that bridge, which then infiltrates the rest of everything. This narrow bridge of boundaries sits at the door of everything you want in your life. If you get this piece, the rest will come. The rest will be brought to you. You'll be guided to it, but you're not going to know. And so in the moments where it's hard to stand in this boundary, you have to meet it with blind faith because it's not selfish. And if there is a level of rejection because of these things, then you know it's not correct. And what is going to happen is on the other side of that, something that can meet you 
and respect you and love you the way that you are willing to allow yourself to be treated the way that you deserve, the way that you are worthy of, and you are the one that claims that, the entire world is going to reflect that back to you. Okay, so another angle to look at this, I suppose another word we could use would be tolerance. And if we kind of step outside of the lens that we've been speaking about boundaries in, and we look at tolerance as a society, we can see that places that have a lower tolerance and higher standards are the places that are most sought after. Okay, so like the first thing that's coming to mind when I'm saying this is somewhere like Harvard or Yale, right? So they have the highest standards and the lowest amount of tolerance to meet those to get into the school. And therefore, there's such a magnetism, there's such an energy around them. People want to be a part of that because that's where some of the most brilliant minds go. Okay, so we have things like school, you have things like a job. The jobs that are higher standards, lower tolerance are going to be things that the people who are most skilled in their craft, that's where they're going to be attracted to versus the you know, high tolerance, low standards, low pay kind of situations. Um, people in your life that are like this, maybe not people that you know personally, but maybe it's the, the, the masters of their craft, the way that they live their life, right? I'm thinking like Olympic athletes, they have high standards, low tolerance, lots of obedience. It's this kind of energy, and I think that's why when I say when we're not being careful of this piece, when we're not being careful of our boundaries, what's also simultaneously happening is that our tolerance is off, and so our energetics become wobbly in the way that the universe can relate and mirror our reality back to us versus as we can see in the world around us, when this piece, this this boundaries and this tolerance piece really gets zoomed in on, it gets very sharp. The results are very high. The things that happen are very big. The intensity is there. The power is there. There's not a lot of wasted time. It's like a all or nothing starts to get to happen. And so if we can relate that from what we know to be true by looking at the world through this lens of the conversation that we're having about our internal boundaries, if we can relate this back into this piece, I really believe that your life is going to mirror back to you the results that you're looking for like never before because your energy isn't going to be wobbly. You are going to be a living, walking embodiment of high standards, low tolerance, strong boundaries. This is the seat of the solar plexus. Boundaries are so much bigger than how do I learn to set rules in my life. It is the active daily practice of being your own protector. Not because you need protecting, but because you are an absolute queen 
living in a wild, wild world. And the only way to live the experience that you came here to live is to make sure that this piece of your soul is fully claimed. So again, we want to make this as simple as possible. If we're going to be working with identity as a way to integrate this every day, it can't be overwhelming. This needs to be something that you can just tap into energetically from this episode that comes with you and stays with you, not because it's intentionally there, but because the awareness has landed in your bones as a piece that you've been waiting to remember so that you could wake up to. And so the simplest way to do this, I believe, is starting to allow when these samskaras happen at any level, the typical reaction, right? We feel like a pain in the gut. It's like, ooh, ow, that hurt. Maybe it hurts a little bit, a lot, or like, oh my God, just takes over your whole being and stays with you. No matter at what level, I want you to realize that anything that makes you feel that is not okay. It's not okay at all. And I'm not saying that this means you're always in the right. You have to pair this with the willingness to look at a situation with space and neutrality so that you can take accountability for your part in any of it. And that is half the power. Because if you want to be taken seriously in this, you have to be able to do that. But if you can take accountability for any pieces of the puzzle that are your part while simultaneously standing as the gatekeeper of this narrow bridge saying, no, absolutely not. Here's why. And here's a line you will not cross again with blind faith and a trust that it's not selfish, that it's not wrong. It is your right as a human to be treated in a certain way and you will not allow anything else. Think this, you guys. I think this is where the magic turns on. And I think what you'll also notice is when you start to do this for yourself, even the people who might get upset about it at first, they're going to want, they're going to admire it. And you're going to create a ripple effect of people realizing, wait, I don't deserve this either. Why do I put up with this? And that stands for a lot. And problems that might have been in your personal life, with your family, things that have been going on with your partner, your friends, whatever it is, these loops you've been in for so long, this right here is your answer. You got to trust. You got to walk with power and compassion, and kindness, and accountability, and blind faith, because selfishness in this way will change the world. Okay, I'm sending you so much love. Cheers to strong boundaries. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the world if you could leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't connected on social media yet, come say hello on Instagram at Katie underscore underscore Blair or come visit the website at www.katie-blair.com. I highly recommend you put anything that pinged you from this podcast episode today into action ASAP. 
I honor you for being here and cannot wait to see you on the next episode.